0: TikTok decided I was the real estate queen. Everyone started laughing at me. What are you doing? Oh my God, David, I saw your wife. Is she losing it? (laughs) Tat. I'm sorry, no offense, but what are you doing? (laughs) What am I doing? I'm cashing my checks. (laughs) Every single day, bitch. (laughs) My claim to fame for TikTok, which then fueled everything else. Real estate saved my life too.
1: All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of light it up podcast. If you're new to the channel and you want to know everything about making money in real estate, selling sales skills, building your business or investing, then subscribe below, tap the bell for notifications. So you can be the first to know (laughs) what makes our great guests so successful.
2: And we get messages from people just like you every single day. So whether you're new in the business or looking to grow, hit us up, send us a text, shoot us an email. Looking forward to help. All
1: right, today we have a very special guest, Tatiana Landano, coming out of Montreal, Canada. Yes. Tatiana, thank you so much for spending some time with us today.
0: Thanks for having me, boys.
1: Well, thanks for being here. So why don't we start by you just telling a little bit of your story and what you're working on today?
0: My story is a long story. I've been selling real estate for 20 years. So let's rewind. I don't know why you all became real estate agents. Mm. Um, There's always a great story, right? So I did it because I had no choice. We had shut down our businesses, my husband and I, and we're in the business together today. But anyway, make a long story short, we were broke. Like we had lost our, we had a call center and the FTC had changed rules at that time in America and all our clients were American. And because people were breaking the rules left, right, and center here in Canada, calling into the United States, they just freaking shit. They know. The FTC just made it really strict. So we shut everything down because we had had, I just had had a, a second baby and we didn't want to screw around with the FTC. So we shut everything down and we had nothing. All we had was savings in the bank. And just no ideas, no prospects, no nothing, no connections. So my father said, Tat, why don't you become a real estate agent? You're great at sales. So I became a real estate agent out of desperation. Not because I love real estate, not because I'm, a, I'm loving the architecture of things. I did of pure desperation. And 20 years later, I think I'm one of the m- most influential realtors out there nowadays, social media. And uh, I was always lucky when it came to real estate came to find me. I didn't go find real estate. And I like to say, if you listen to my YouTube, real estate saved my life. And uh, we're buddies. So I started 20 years ago. Three years into it, I opened my own agency. As soon as I opened my own agency, I get offered a show on HGTV USA. Nice. So the big, the big boys. HGTV USA get my own show so I use that to fill up my agency that's when Facebook comes around and the rest is history there's just so much to say guys so I could talk for an entire hour about my journey so and we we will
1: yeah we will will. we're going to fill up that whole hour we're excited to have you here and we want to hear more so we're going to jump into the lightning round
0: so just to let you know (laughs) <laughs> I'm a real estate broker, yeah. I'm a real estate agent, I'm a real estate investor, I'm an author, I wrote a book about real estate sales, I had a TV show on HGTV about real estate, I'm a real estate content creator, I think I'm the number one realtor on TikTok and Instagram, one of them. My entire life is real estate.
1: That's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Let's and I knew you would be talking with your hands. So that's really what I'm most I excited I do. I about talk here. with my
0: hands a lot. A lot I really hands. do. It's not just for the camera. It's not. I'm always talking with my hands.
1: <laughs> right. This
0: is the way I talk to my husband. You guys, people listening can't see, but. I
1: <laughs> I this, is this is the choke. Does that affect the choke? <laughs> that's effective form of communication?
0: Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All,
1: right. All right. Get us started. What book do you believe I would benefit most from reading?
0: Unleash the Power Within Tony Robbins.
1: UPW. That was the easy question. What's the worst job you ever had?
0: Selling purses at the mall. Why? I was always very money hungry, so I'd be standing on my feet like 15 hours a day sometimes. And I hated it. And they weren't very nice to me.
2: Like, buy a purse, please buy a purse, please buy a purse.
0: (laughs) Right. But it paid the bills and I was great at it. So but I hated it cause I always had to stand there and it hurt.
1: Here's one I like to ask a lot of people. How do you get in the way of your own success?
0: Procrastination.
2: How do you do that with social media being there? It's like you're working on your businesses and then you have social media being a distraction for you too.
0: Social media is not a distraction for me ever mm. because I use it in a specific way. I have a strategy. So, so, so my social media creating. equals money.
1: I would say That's you put it. out more than you consume. I'm assuming
0: I I barely consume. In fact, sometimes I got to like, I hear things like, Oh, you know, uh, Lucy had a baby. I'm like, fuck, she had a baby. (laughs) I'm I'm just on social media to uh, get ideas, to inspire myself, uh, to see what everybody else is doing. And, to actually educate myself. So right now, my flavor of the year is, are the, I call them the Hormozy twins, mm, Alex right. and his wife. So I love him. They're awesome. He's really uh, taking social media and just, <laughs> I love it. I don't know you if know? you saw
1: Kiro's post this morning, but now all of a sudden he's wearing nose strips.
0: Oh, wow. What
1: we'll post this morning? Yeah, <laughs> nose strip. I do have nose strips, but it's, it's not
2: in the morning. All right. Next yeah. question. What?
0: I don't waste <laughs> time on social media.
2: Fair enough. Who's had the most influence on you growing up?
0: My father and my mother, my parents. In what way? My mom.
1: Well, her dad told her to get in real estate.
0: So, yeah, exactly. But my, my father took risks. Risks that we were like, you're crazy. What are you doing? And I'd hear my mom yelling at him. My mother was the check that just came in every single week. So it was her hard work and loyalty to the family and like her love like so my father loves too but my father took risks that almost seemed selfish mm. but they worked out every single time and my mother made sure that when my dad was taking risks and maybe lost tons of money here and there that her paycheck paid the bill so if we take my mom's work ethic okay and my, take my father's risk-taking and advice, like my father always pumped me up, always pumped me up. If you take those two things, that's who I am today. So mm-hmm. my father used to say, like I was that kid that was bullied in school, that was different, wasn't allowed to go to all the parties. I was an, a B student, maybe B plus. I wasn't an A student. so." I didn't get popularity there either because I wasn't a BA student. Mm. I wasn't very good at sports. But my father kept pumping me up. Don't worry. And so people used to make fun of me, bully me. Don't worry, Tat. I promise you, once you get through these years, you're going to be number one. You're the best. You're this. You're that. And my father used to pump me up. My mom made sure that dinner was served every day, that we ate She showed up to work every day, even if she was sick, even if there was a snowstorm out there. And my mom made sure that even when daddy didn't bring home money, she did. Mm. So the bills were paid thanks to her all the time. Then my father, because he was so crazy and entrepreneurial and he'd lose money here or lose money there, he'd go to California on borrowed money because there was an opportunity there. Finally, he decided, hey, let's become a realtor. And thank the Lord he did. (laughs) And the rest is history. So yeah, my father was the first realtor in the family.
1: Love it. Beautiful. Do you know Jen Gottlieb? Keynote speaker, public speaker. She's she's no. really I'm gonna introduce you to her. She's got a she's got a I think you two would really like each other. She's can't she's, wait. She's blowing up on social. She's done events with Gary Vee and a lot of other big, big speakers. And she's got she she just reminds me of you because she shared a similar story about her mm-hmm. father growing up, building her up. So yeah. Anyway. At the very least, you guys will have that in common.
0: I'm sure much more.
1: Much more. I'll introduce you both. What's one thing you did that you wish you could go back and undo?
0: Ooh. I wasted a lot of time with one developer that I worked with. And unfortunately, he was the first person that I started working with Like within three, four months. And I was so stupid in those days. I knew nothing but I was good at what I did. I was a great sales person. And I thought that this person was the world. I thought, okay. And I was super loyal and I wasted so much time working for this one developer when I could have spread my wings and taken my talents to everybody yeah. and expanded quicker. So that took at least seven years for me to learn that lesson. Hmm. So those so seven years. Sure. I learned a lot. sure a lot came out of it, but I wasted too much time with that. So if I could go back and just not take that uh, situation, it wasn't an opportunity really, but not have done business with that person, I got a feeling I'd be, I don't know, it would be different today.
2: If you could spend a whole day with someone either dead or alive, who would it be and why?
0: Dead or alive, wow. How about um, King David? Mm. He'd be dead.
2: (laughs) He'd be dead (laughs) for sure.
0: I would love to hang with King David because King David came from nothing. Mm -hmm. He became like the biggest leader, the the, the, huge king. His own son betrayed him. So he's been through everything. He basically stole someone's woman and got away with that. Um, And uh, he then raised Solomon like one of the biggest kings in history yeah. so i got a feeling he would have made for interesting conversation
2: yeah no i can only imagine and by the way that's from the bible john if you didn't know i'm just kidding <laughs> <Thank
0: you. laughs> king, king david been... he was the king of the jews king of the jews
1: a few ccd classes under my belt yeah you do oh i'm sorry <laughs> are you gonna right. answer i do have one more question this one's good sure i don't think we've asked anybody this one what do you feel is currently missing from your life you're getting heavy today mm.
0: Wow, you guys are getting philosophical and deep, eh?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, what is missing from my life? Like, can I tell you, I'm super happy, and that you can say whatever when you you're want. happy, nothing is missing. Like, what's missing? Uh, nothing. Yeah. Like, my parents are alive. I maybe, mean, maybe that's an easy answer. Like, uh, my parents are healthy. They're alive. I get along with my ex-husband. I love my current husband. I I love my ex-husband. Like love him to death. He's my partner at work. Um, We run the agency together. Um, And I love my current husband. My children are fantastic. Chamsa, chamsa, chamsa. Getting (laughs) rid (laughs) of the evil eye. Everything, I'm healthy. I think I look fabulous. My business is fabulous. Everything's great. What am I missing?
2: Well question for you because you're the Oh missing you know what the,
0: the first thing I thought? I'm missing a grandkid I want a grand. Uh-huh. I want my daughter to get married and have a kid. And she's only twenty-two, so there's time for that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> she's only twenty-two, so uh, that's it. the first when you said that what you're missing, I'm thinking a little grandkid that I could take care of. I'm not missing anything, hun. My life is fabulous.
2: Yeah. The Humsa Hamsa khamsa, khamsa is actually an Arabic thing. What's what's yeah. your background?
0: So my background is Colombian, mm-hmm. but my Family is Israeli. Okay. So there's a Sephardic. Okay. So many Sephardic Israelis are from Morocco.
2: Okay. Oh. Wow. And, and
0: so therefore they have a lot of Arabic influence. So, Hamza, Hamza, Hamza. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the way you said it is just funny. All right. Awesome. So walk us through your your real estate journey. So you come from your. <laughs> Sorry, story. am I allowed
0: to swear? This is you, a podcast. Do
2: your thing, girl. Okay. Be here, you. Be You you come from literally desperation signing on to real estate and your dad Uh is the one that's giving you the exposure because he was in real estate himself. What was your first couple of years looking like
0: when you were just starting? So I've learned so much and today I'm a real estate coach too. So it's just, I'm lucky that I've got, that's why I would say real estate saved my life. It came to get me every single time. It saved me every single time. I didn't even try and real estate would come and say, hey, what are you doing? Come here, you know? (laughs) Real estate's like my fairy godmother. Like it's, it's a person, you know. Like, yeah. So it's really weird. But when I tell you I had no systems in place, I would write things down on a piece of paper while I was driving in my car. I never returned calls. I was a complete idiot. And I still managed to make a killing. So can you imagine? That's why I say those first seven years, fuck. Um, so I still managed to make a killing. For me, a killing... At the time remember it was 20 years ago I was making without even trying and doing all those stupid things with no assistant nothing 200 250 yeah. a year when I started Nice So could you imagine you know so I'm making all that money by myself and no assistant or not So then what I said to myself I just used complete like I'm like okay if I were to get an assistant to help me I didn't follow a coach. I didn't listen to anybody. I did download Tony Robbins from Napster mm-hmm. <laughs> so, for free. And I did follow that little course he had get the edge. He had to get the edge, right? And I listened to all of that. I did everything he said, wrote myself a letter, everything. So that I did do. But besides that, I was doing everything accidentally. I was not lead generating. I was lead receiving. Then I got into business with that developer. So I was receiving leads there. It was always lead receiving. I hire my best friend, check this out. She was working as as a VP at Alliance Atlantis in Toronto. She had moved to Toronto with her whole family. She had a child, a husband, a house. And I know where I call her up I go, how much do you make at Alliance Atlantis? It was a corporate job. Mm -hmm. And she says to me, I'm making $50,000 a year. And I'm like, okay, if you come work with me, move back to Montreal. I'll pay you $100,000, and I'll pay for your moving costs, everything. I just need an admin assistant. So here I am overpaying my secretary because I didn't even know how to hire anybody. And she said, I'll take that deal. She moved. She sold her house, moved to Montreal, and she was running my office. Guess what? We started making $500,000, and I'm giving her $100,000, and that's how I calculated. I said, okay, I'll make five hundred. dollars give her a 100 i am making four. dollars okay. And that's how I was running my business. Yeah. Three years into that, I get the call from HGTV because they saw my pretty face on a sign. And a lot of people were like, oh, I'm not going to do that. They're not paying me because the first opportunity was a free opportunity. Mm. Okay. And so a lot of the real estate agents, so it was uh, for a production company called Wally Abbey Media. And one of the producers on the show called me and says, Tatiana, we really love your face. They'll say what they have to say, Right. Mm -hmm. Um, to bring me in. Do you have any customers or any sellers that'd be interested? And they were all British, right? That'd be interested in uh, doing an episode of Buy Me. I don't know. You guys seem very young. But at the time, Buy Me was a huge hit on HGTV. It was a real estate story about a seller. Okay? Mm -hmm. They hit it big with this show, Buy Me. And they needed as many real estate agents as possible to tell their story with their seller. They would pay the seller. They wouldn't pay the realtor. Mm. So many realtors don't want to do it. Me, I'm thinking I'm so full of myself. I'm like, oh, she likes my picture on the side. Okay, I'll do the show. So I do the show. They love me. They make me do a second one. They make me do a third. While I'm doing these shows for free, someone sees the show, another producer, Mm. production company. That they call me. The rest is history. I had my own TV show just because I did these three where I was getting paid, etc. I decided to open my own agency. I said, I'm going to have the exposure of a TV show, internationally yeah. syndicated TV show. Let me open a uh, real estate agency. Yeah. So three years into my real estate career, all that buffoonery, okay? I was still running my show like that, like uh, writing things on a piece of paper, <laughs> no CRM, not returning calls. And three years into it, I opened my own real estate agency, so I become a real estate broker just to have a story for the TV show. Yeah. The show was about how this young girl who's dressed like Sarah Jessica Parker um, in Sex and the City, that's what they wanted. They wanted the Sex and the City of real estate. Yeah. So how this girl like Sarah Jessica Parker goes after Remax and the big agencies, does she make it or not? So I got 39 episodes of that, plus those three other episodes that I made. And those were running all day long. Then they managed to sell it all over the world. Meanwhile, my agency is getting filled up. We don't know how to run a business even. Yep. And somehow it's growing. Yeah. I'm spending money left, right, and center. I'm the center of attention. They're inviting me everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm spending my money. So I think to myself, well, this is a great life and all, and my dad's around, right? And my dad's like, Tatiana, you're spending too much money. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen. Next year, you might have nothing. There could be a crash. Why are you spending your money? Invest in real estate. It's real. He would like, you're not gonna, it's real. (laughs) Look at all the money you're making invest in real estate. Oh, daddy, I don't know what to buy. I don't have time. I go find it for you. And he would give a shit and he'd say, nothing's wrong. I said, dad, there's cracks on the wall. Dad, this building is literally falling to the ground. Tatiana, it's a good investment. Fine. <laughs> so finally I start buying real estate. Yeah. Not because, oh, this is the best investment you've ever made. <laughs> real estate, It's pa- you can make passive income. It appreciates <laughs> and you could also depreciate for tax. No. You did I bought it to real shut your estate. Up. No, I bought real estate, A, to shut my father up, and B as forced savings so that I wouldn't be spending it on <laughs> Chanel. Mm. I am telling you, this is how dumb I was. <laughs> I really, <laughs> and it worked. Like, it. oh, <laughs> ten years later, it's worth. The $300,000 property is worth a million bucks, $2 million. Everything I did in real estate was by accident until I hired a real estate coach. The only reason I hired a real estate coach was, why was it? Why did I hire a real estate coach in the first place?
2: Your dad was like, Tatiana.
0: My father knew nothing about that. (laughs) No, no. It was my brother. My brother's like, are you crazy? And I hired a real estate coach. I didn't know anything from coach.
1: Yeah. Who was your coach? I
0: remember seeing Craig Proctor Folder from the 1980s sitting in my father's office. Yeah. And I remember hearing my dad having to buy somebody's condo because he did the guarantee wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the
0: guaranteed sales program. He's a guy, shit. I remember that. But then, yeah, I hired a coach, threw him into my office, paid him full time. So I overpaid the coach too, mm. but I didn't give a shit and the rest is history i started implementing system i got my crm going but seven years of nonsense and if i could do it i just want all your listeners to understand that you could fix it wherever you're at you could grow it you could fix it i'm friends with carrie Schul and dan lesniak i don't know if you've heard of these this dynamic duo they run team carrie Schul, okay Sure. I'll never forget the first time I met them. I go, so how much money do you make in GCI? She's like, oh, net. I'm like, yeah. She goes, um, this year it was about a million. I go, a million a year? She goes, no, a million a month. <laughs> <I'm> like what? <laughs> America, I love America. So that's what's great about America. Anyone could do anything, and they have four kids under the age of seven at this point. And there they are crushing it. So I just want to let your listeners know, and those of you who are watching this, you could be anywhere in your life and real estate can take you to the next level if you do it right. And I'm the perfect example because initially I knew nothing. I was an idiot and I managed to make a ton of money selling real estate. So, yeah, that that's my story. You're not going to hear some, you know, brainiac, uh, you know, uh, well, I have sisters <laughs> running for me, the Legion. No, now I do, but at the time, no. And, and so, therefore, if I could do it, mm-hmm. you know, a married woman, I had two babies at home, like I had to give back my cars. I had the fancy cars, everything. Had to give them back. The only thing we didn't have to do at the time, we saved our house. And, uh... I made it through all that shit. And today, half my family sells real estate. (laughs) My ex-husband, my sister-in-law, my nieces, my nephews, my son helps me in my business. He's our real estate photographer. Like, it's, it's great. So... This accidental weird story the- the story of the accidental tourist in the real estate world yeah. um is has a great great well it's not it's not ending anytime soon so it's it's just a great story so far
1: awesome so how did you transition uh, tell us like about your first endeavor in, in in social and and when did you realize that there was something there
0: so I have to say um I want to give credit to my brother. My brother was always that nerd, that geek behind the scenes, you know, and funnels.
1: Great great impersonations.
0: (laughs) Superb has a podcast, right? Funnel marketing. So he was like, I don't understand you. I go, what? He says, look at you. I say, yeah. He's like, you have a TV show on HGTV. He says, you own your own agency. You might... Millions of dollars selling real estate every year. Why aren't you using Facebook? At the time it was Facebook, Instagram didn't exist. He says, why aren't you using Facebook to leverage your audience and to like make money selling coaching or doing something like that? And I'm like, Coaching? who's going to buy coaching from me? I swear to you that this is the way I thought. Yeah. I said, who's going to buy coaching from me? And so my brother is the one who said... Get on fucking Facebook, start making videos. And exactly what I thought would happen happened. I start making these videos. I've said in other interviews. The entire neighborhood started laughing at me because I was the first one. Hmm. I think I was one of the first realtors to start recording myself. Maybe Tom Ferry was doing it, Mike Ferry. I didn't even know what the hell I was doing at the time, but I was recording videos on social media, okay? And I was giving motivational advice, stuff that came from the heart, stuff that I had lived. Uh, I did a video on prospecting. I remember at the time. I said, if you're a real estate agent and you're not prospecting every single day, then you're an idiot. Like, you know, I, I would be doing, making yeah. videos like that, posting them. And exactly what I thought was going to happen, what was going to happen, happened. Everyone started laughing at me. What are you doing? Oh my God. David, I saw your wife. Is she losing it. <laughs> so at the time, people were laughing at me. I remember like it was yesterday. This girl named—I'll uh, say her name. Her name was Leslie. We went to a restaurant, and she goes, "I swear, just like a movie." She's like, "Tat, I'm sorry. No offense, but what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing?" I'm cashing my checks <laughs> every single day, bitch. Why? Because I was the first one to do that, to put myself out there and not give a crap. Yeah. Okay. Then we fast forward. TikTok comes along. So like a dummy. My, my friend says, you're doing so well on Instagram. You've got to get on TikTok. And it was the pandemic. Are we allowed to say that?
2: Yeah, I'll shut you down. Like, like. No, no, we're good. So
0: we were home, stuck at home, and here it was very bad. Like, we weren't even allowed out, okay, for a long time. We had quarantine. Mm-hmm. And so my friend Richard says to me, you got to get on TikTok, Tat. Could you believe Tatiana Landono after everything she's learned, okay, she already has systems in place, everything, like, she's doing well. I said to him, Wait, I'm great. I'm over 100,000 followers on Instagram at the time. He says, get on TikTok. I'm like, what are you, crazy? On this fancy? app? That's for kids. <laughs> yup, I said it. I was a dummy. I kept, good. that's why I mean real estate. And wait, it gets even better. You know what else I said? I said, well, if I get on TikTok, what am I going to do? Because my social media guys from Instagram said, you got to pick a niche on TikTok. You can't be that influencer. Like, because on Instagram, I was doing everything as a keto diet, business woman, <laughs> real estate, yeah. buyers, sellers, makeup. Oh, how do you look so young? And blah. I was doing everything. So then my social media guys are like, okay, you will not do that on TikTok. We know the way it works. They were younger, these guys. And I said, okay, what? You have to choose a niche. Could you believe I considered choosing keto diet over <laughs> real estate? Hmm. For about a minute. So, when I realized I should have chosen real estate, I said, okay, let's try real estate because the keto diet wasn't working. And so I said, okay, let's do a real estate video. So, the first real estate videos were really niche and really niche. Okay, they were real estate coaching videos. Go, hmm. here are my three favorite ways to get listings. Number one, it was really slow. Slow pace. Yeah.
1: No, I can't picture you doing it slow.
0: <laughs> exactly. And then today. So then, a week later, my claim to fame for TikTok, which then fueled everything else. So TikTok real estate saved my life too. Like I'm telling you, like TikTok really brought me back. Yeah. So I was on HGTV, and then that drizzled down in 2008. Well, my show kept running for years, but. In 2008, the Americans had the crash. Like, you guys remember, like, mm-hmm. how old were you? You're, like, kids probably, right? In 2008? Yeah, I was, like
2: 11 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in
0: 2008, <laughs> everyone thought it was the end of the world, right? It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Did you see the big short? Yeah. Yes. That's what happened. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks for the education, lesson.
0: <laughs> That's what happened in 2008. So, nobody wanted to see TV shows about real estate anymore. No. So, my show was canceled. Or they didn't renew. It wasn't canceled. They didn't renew it. And what happened was, that's it. The slowly, my popularity, popularity started dying. Thank God we opened the agency. That was booming because the real estate crash didn't hit Canada. Yeah. So then, that was in 2008, eight, nine, My show was playing forever, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So I'm, 2014 starts dying down, 2020. Okay, so I'm selling coaching, Facebook, Instagram starts working. I'm on it. 2020, TikTok comes along, and my son is the producer still of all my TikTok videos. Now, why did this happen? Because we were stuck in the house. My son saw my dumb videos. He goes, Tat. She goes, Mom, I don't want to see these videos. I go, Well, who the hell are you? And I said, What do you know? (laughs) So he says, I'm the demographic on TikTok. Your videos are fucking boring. And I'm like, That's not nice. And he's like, Let me film your videos so i said okay he well, goes Come, real, how, go. how
1: old is your son at the time
0: today he so he's turning 21 next week oh,
1: shit i thought you were like 28
0: oh i love you
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i love your, you johnny
1: your son is <laughs> so you have this 18 wow. year old yelling at you <laughs> Yeah,
0: 17 so oh, at 17. the time he's 17 years old 18 going on 18 and he says to me Mom, your videos are boring. No one gives a shit about lead generation. I don't even know what that means. I'm like, okay, so what do you want me to do? So he says, come with me. So we get in the car. He goes in front of a house that I sold, like it was one of mine that I had invested in. He goes, tell me the story about this house. And this is the famous video for those of you who are my TikTok fans. By the way, I love you all. This is the one with the leopard coat. One week into TikTok, mm. so one week. So I produced maybe five videos and I'm like, I bought this townhouse for 350 and I have this leopard coat on, the weirdest earrings. My hair is a mess. I, go, I bought this townhouse for $350,000, renovated and sold it. Didn't have to pay a commission because I'm a real estate broker and made $100,000. Let me show you what I did next. I bought this sevenplex, but the money and blah, blah, blah. blah okay. And I tell a little story. Get home, my son edits it, posts it. At this point, we're sitting in the living room drinking because that's what we did during the pandemic. There was nothing else to do. (laughs) And I'm sitting in the living room. And I'm looking at the TikTok that he posted. I go, shit, man, I could have done my hair. And then suddenly I see the numbers. 100,000, 125,000. 150,000 views, 200. I threw the phone, I go, something's wrong with the phone. I swear. I said, something's wrong with the phone, something's wrong. Josh, fix it, something's wrong with the TikTok. He he looks, and he says, oh my God, mom, we're going viral. That video, if you look at it today, has over 10 million views. Nice, Yep. God knows how many likes, cause he tells me, it doesn't matter the views, it's the likes, it's the likes, mom, it's the fucking likes, I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> So I don't know how many. I have about 42 million likes. I have... So, yeah. So that was the first time I went viral. Then the next week, viral, viral. And TikTok decided I was the real estate queen. That's Mm. it. I'm still the crowned real estate queen. And uh, TikTok's been very kind to me. Why? Oh, my God. It opened so many opportunities. Look, I'm meeting guys like you. I... I've met, like, I've been invited to so many podcasts, Ryan Panetta's podcast. Nice. Um, I get asked to speak all over North America about my crazy story. See, I guess what's great about my story is that anyone could do it. Like, a lot of people are afraid. And it's just the easiest job in the world. And that's why I say in my real estate videos, real estate sales is the fastest way to make most amount of money in the least amount of time. And yeah, the agents get mad. Oh, she's denigrating the job (laughs) really hard. It's not hard, guys. I'm sorry. My neighbor's a brain surgeon. That's fucking hard. Yeah. Okay. So don't freaking tell me that selling real estate is hard. It isn't. It's freaking easy. So those of you who are make thinking it hard. about it, just do it. Yeah. Try it. It's very easy.
1: <laughs> what did Leslie have to say about TikTok?
0: <laughs> Who's Leslie? Oh, Leslie, uh, that little Leslie. bitch. <laughs> are you
1: guys still friends?
0: So let's go back to that. No, God, no. Mm. Mm. So let's go back to, and she knows who she is. But she's probably not listening to this. Mm. So TikTok, same thing, except.
1: Well, you're same thing, meaning people were giving you shit.
0: So yes, like, but the difference is so it's years later, right? So w- when I was on Facebook, it was my friends making fun of me. When I got on TikTok, I'm sure they were making fun of me, but I'm so busy I couldn't, pay- I wasn't paying attention. But my son's friends, my kids' friends, were making fun of them. Your mother's on TikTok. I saw your mother on my for you page, Josh. What's your mother doing on my TikTok? And they would show their parents. But then guess what happened, guys? Do you know the story of the Pied Piper of Hamlin? No. It's a creepy story. Just look <laughs> Good it up. Tell. So when you hang up with me, look it up.
2: Well, give us an okay? overview of what it is.
0: You going to learn something new every day. So Pied Piper, it's an old fairy tale, it's an old fable.
2: Mm.
0: Okay? It's about this town in the medieval ages that is full of rats. They can't get a rats, the Black Plague, okay? And they hear about this person who plays the pipe and or who plays the, the flute. His name is the Pied Piper. Like They don't know his name. Mm-hmm. And they invite him to the town. They say, please, could you help us get rid of all these rats? You know, it's, these rats are killing people. And they're not killing people, but, you know, the Black Plague, mm-hmm. a lot of people died. And so Pied Piper says absolutely, this is how much it costs, etc. And so they're like, anything, please, just get rid of the rats. So he goes in there, he starts playing the the flute, and he hypnotizes all the rats in the town, and he takes the rats out, throws them into the river, and they're dead. He comes to collect his money. They're like, well, the rats are gone. Sorry, we're not paying you. Mm. So... The Pied Piper, what he's done, is he then says, you're not going to pay me. Now, obviously, I'm modernizing the story, but that's the story. He says, you're not going to pay me. Great. Plays the the flute.
1: And guess who he grabs?
0: All the kids. The kids get hypnotized. Mm. And he gets all those kids hypnotized out of the town. We'll save the rest for you. You guys could look it up. What happens mm-hmm. next? Some people say the kids were never seen again. Some stories say he threw them into the river. Others say he disappeared with them. My point is this.
1: You're mm-hmm. <laughs> using parents, TikTok to hypnotize children.
0: <laughs> parents were making fun of me, right? Mm-hmm. The kids were making fun of me. But then I got started, the kids started paying attention. And the kids started liking what they saw. And they were going up to their parents and saying, Mom, Dad, I want to become a real estate agent just like Joshi's mom. Mom, Dad, I don't want to go to school anymore. I want to go to real estate school. Mom, Dad, I don't want to go to college. I want to be a real estate agent just like this lady on TikTok. What lady? Tatiana Landano. Oh, my God, she's my neighbor. So mm. I got the masses' attention thanks to TikTok, But most importantly, I got the children's attention. And unlike the Pied Piper of Hamlin, it was for the good. It's positive. It's giving kids an option. It makes kids' dreams come true. People who are in college who hate what they're doing and spending money for nothing, it gives them an option. People who can't afford to go to college and maybe are great with other people, what another, another option? So... I hope that all this is to help people, So, and it is helping people, and uh, I love TikTok. It's really sad to hear what's going on in America with TikTok, and it'll probably happen here too. It'll trickle down. I hope they forget about it, but TikTok is different. It really is different. I don't know if you guys are on TikTok or just on Instagram, but there's a reason why my daughter says, I'm like, so did you see the TikTok about this, this, and that? And she'll say, no. I, I got rid of the app because it is so addictive and yeah. the algorithm is perfect. It'll, it knows exactly what you like. Yep. So next you know, it's two hours, you're staring at TikTok, right? So it's just a fantastic app and it could change people's life. My side yeah. hustles, my, my side hustle, my coaching, I, because of TikTok, I brought it back. I had stopped coaching during the pandemic and TikTok took it to the, to another level.
1: Yeah. yeah, so I think it's it's interesting what you said there about you know kids growing up and learning more about real estate. I I think that's kids I mean, knew
0: go, nothing about money. Kids yeah. knew nothing about side 100. hustles. Kids knew nothing so about real estate.
1: That I wish like in you know I mean I could go on and on about this, but within the school system, I wish people had. You know, a class where they learned about sales, or they learned about business, or they learned about even just like communication, communication, yeah. or even just yeah. like your checkbook, like balancing your checkbook, or how to use credit cards, or how to use debt in a good way, and like there's so many things out there that could be taught. But
0: uh, I can't believe that there's, there's no like focus on that. So. That you need to that your children need to learn about math through TikTok. Yeah. You see, even math, like, okay, so this is one plus one equals two. Here's a quick way. Blah, 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 blah. And it's crazy what you could learn on TikTok. Yeah. Now, there's bad shit everywhere, but that's the same. Like if you leave the house, something bad, Yeah. you could learn something bad, right? So, no, yeah. I, I think it's great. It's a, a great app.
1: Any advice for anybody out there? I mean, I think well, a lot of people. I know what you're
2: going to ask. I'm going to paint a picture for you and I want you to give me an answer to this. <clears throat> Your That's daughter right. meets a man, let's say New Jersey, for example. <laughs> and now all of a sudden she's like, mom, I want to do what you did in real estate. Yeah. How would you instruct her to operate in order to succeed in real estate in a different place?
0: Oh my God. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to everything I've accomplished, I have met. Some of the most wonderful people. Uh, thanks to TikTok. Thanks to Instagram. Thanks to Real Estate Sales. Thanks to Real Estate Investing. Look, I just met you two. I have met some of the most amazing people. So if she really insisted, she's a scientist, but if she really insisted on becoming a realtor, oh my God, I would set her up. I would set her up. So.
2: But she's in New Jersey now. So now you can't set her up. I can s- set her up. All
0: Nowadays, right, look, time. I'm talking to you. Right, You're in New Jersey and I'm here.
2: True, true. true. Tell us everything.
1: <laughs> are you trying to get set up with her daughter? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to find a scenario. Just give us babies now.
0: You don't understand. Cool. There's a lineup because of my TikToks. My kid, Joshie, is my producer. At this point, everybody knows, anyone who's a big fan knows that Joshy films my TikToks, right? Mm-hmm. So Joshua, the me- oh my God, on the comments, he's hot. Could you be my mother-in-law? And they start texting him like, see, he's very popular. But anyway, they're rich little, little bastard. Okay. So little brats. So what I would do is I would hook her up. She wouldn't even have to sell real estate. I would make sure she gets a team going immediately. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hiring the best talent that just isn't too good at getting leads. That's easy to do and she would have a wonderful budget to just do every single lead generation system. She would be managing that thing with a couple of min assistants, handing out leads, and just collecting half and relaxing. Kind of like what I do. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Real estate sales is so easy as long as you have the money to pump the lead generation machine. And as long as you're consistent and as long as that CRM is working properly and as long as you leverage your time and you have the proper talent in your team, the proper loyal talent in your team, and, of course, admin. Because your team is nothing without the your admin support. backup. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, support is very hard to find now. Yeah. yeah. The the admin side. ugh, oh, so annoying. But at the same time, the pandemic opened up a world, literally a world, talented people. Yep. And some, my best guy on my admin lives in Colombia. Incredible! He's fantastic. He's completely bilingual. He under he got to know the business immediately, mm-hmm. and he's very good. So yeah, as long as you have great backup and you pay people what they deserve, and you're fair, the world is your oyster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Quick question for you in closing here. You were telling us a story about when you first got on Instagram, some of your first videos, some of your friends or some people in your circle gave you some some grief or they were busting All your chops. All the time. A lot of people, once they hear that, that negative feedback from mm-hmm. family, friends or, or anybody, they just quit, right? <laughs> or they let it go to their head. How did you fight through that and say, I don't care what these other people think. I'm going to keep going with this.
0: That's a great question. I guess it was my father echoing in my head when I was a kid. Don't worry, Tat. You're on top of the world. You're number one. You're great. So I really believe in magic, too. I believe in all that stuff, the Joe Dispenza, how to – actually, that could be him and Tony Robbins are competing against. So Tony Robbins makes it easier for everybody to understand, right? Mm -hmm. Joe Dispenza is way more scientific and technical about everything. He uses backup to prove everything Tony Robbins says. If you understand? Are
2: you talking about so, the law of attraction in general or?
0: Yeah. Well, breaking the habit of being yourself. That's mm-hmm. the name of the book. The first one, Joe Dispenza. Okay. So they're competing. Unleash the power within in, Joe, in that book. The thing about breaking the habit of being yourself, Joe Dispenza's book is that he actually teaches, he, he's showing you the science behind it. Okay. So he's saying, okay, this is the way the brain works. The brain works with the body to produce the outcome. So for example, when a woman thinks of the baby. She could be at the mall, and if she's breastfeeding her baby, she just had a baby, the baby's home, if she thinks about baby, her boob will produce milk, and it'll start leaking. And that's why women, sorry about the details, guys, but women wear little pads.
1: No, you got my attention. I'm I'm fully focused here now.
0: (laughs) Women wear little pads on their boobs because when they think of their kids, they start leaking. Okay. So that's how powerful the mind is. So if you are mindful of everything that comes out of your mouth and everything that you are saying, and if you're living in the present and just not dealing with all that crap in the past, then you are constantly working on that. You are your best self. And really, the magic starts to happen. For real. I'm not kidding you. Like, look at my life. And I really do think that's about my father always telling me I'm the best. You're the best. Oh, my God, you're the best. Mm. He used to say, you are the best. Don't worry. Those guys are going to be a bunch of losers one day. You just keep doing what you're doing. So hearing my father's voice like that and seeing what I had accomplished. Remember, I was an accomplished woman when these people were making fun of me. These were stay-at-home women. And I have nothing against stay-at-home women. There's plenty of women raising children at home. But these are girls that didn't have anything outside of their homes. How could they possibly understand? I just knew what I was doing was going to work. And it did. And therefore, now they look like idiots. I'm a winner. Their kids worship me. And they have to hear my, <laughs> they have to hear my name in their house every single day. So, because usually, those kids are on TikTok. Usually the people that day. are
1: critiquing you are doing less than you. Yeah. Right? Never is anybody who's doing more
0: social, per- more oh deals,
1: God. more publicity. More than you is gonna critique you.
0: But check this out. Even the realtors. Okay, when when those first TikTok videos started coming out, real estate agents, do you know that my own association came against me? Because they just it was too much for them. They were like, What is this woman doing? you know? And my association came and I thought, I'm sorry, association, but you were wrong. Because remember, that was 2020. Yep. Three years later everybody's TikTok one, two, three, or Reels one, they don't know what they're doing. Meanwhile, what am I doing, guys? I'm laughing all the way to the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because I already did it, honey. And now I'm teaching you all how to do it, and you're actually paying me the big bucks to to teach you. So TikTok for Realtors, Reels for Realtors. These guys don't know what they're doing. So people who are actually making fun of me, other realtors. So there was a realtor and you know who you are if you're listening to this, a realtor here who was you very You are about to slip
2: successful.
0: the name. <laughs> I can't say the name because oh, okay. then I'd be breaking the code of ethics, right? <clears throat> so, but you know who you are, real estate agent. You were sitting at lunch with somebody and that somebody said, I love that realtor out of Montreal. And she said, oh, her? She's a wannabe actress. <laughs> mm. And, today. They're making reels. Like, <laughs> like. So I'm a winner. So, and so to go back to your um, question, how would you deal with it? Oh my God, please. The same thing your parents told you. Just ignore. Ignore and do. And follow your instincts because your instincts are usually right. And that's another thing we don't do. We don't follow our freaking instincts. Follow your instincts. Okay, if you're saying something and you think "Mm, that could get me into trouble, chances are it's going to get you into trouble. Follow your instincts. If you're doing something, you're like, that's a little boring, but follow your instincts. Color outside the lines sometimes. That's another thing, guys. For TikTok and Reels, most of the realtors are boring. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't work. If you know the way Instagram algorithm works, it has to be engaging. It has to be entertaining. So you have to color outside the lines. You can't sit there on a chair and say, here are three reasons your house isn't selling.
2: I just made one like that.
0: Number I one, it has asbestos. That's why my son, my son takes the camera and he's like this.
1: Yes, we've noticed.
0: Okay, and I'm like this, making sure people pay attention and you see there's no green screen behind me it's just yeah. me and the street and pretty trees the snow whatever it is three reasons your house isn't selling is that i'm not like that all day long right yeah so, but for camera i am oh well you either have to be <laughs> like that or not but,
2: i can picture Joshi hitting you by accident with the camera yeah. and smacking him like dig it oh, the
0: fight. Yeah. we get into fights <laughs> oh my god he's like what did you say because <laughs> are you slurring now? Because what, what, what do you say? What well, I didn't hear that. So
1: like, listen, kid, yeah.
0: I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm, like, I'm your mother. I said, I'm your mother. I think you
1: need another camera person to record <laughs> Josh doing that. That'd oh, be that hilarious. Would
0: be best. Oh, that would be the best. Like the fly on the wall. They used to do that on Property Shop with me. So the name of yeah. my show, by the way, was Property Shop. But anyway, mm. so. But then there's people who say, "But I'm not good on camera." And I know we have to because it's a necessary thing now, eh? Mm-hmm. So they're making fun of me in 2020. But today, if you're not on reels, Instagram's not showing your shit to nobody, right? Yes. Yep. So you've got to learn how to be on camera. So there's people like Tatiana, "But I'm not good on camera." Or a lot of the boys are like, "I don't go on camera. I'm not like that." And I get that, okay? So there are other ways. Property porn. Do you know what property porn is?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going about to tell us. <laughs>
0: So happy to cut this all up, guys, and just use the fun stuff, but no, property, porn, <laughs> property porn are shots of beautiful properties with their yeah. gorgeous interiors and how the other half other half lives and pools and it's 14 feet ceiling. So you could do property porn TikToks yep. or reels or both, um, remember? They're the same. Or you can use other... Oh, my God. There's this new guy. It's called Real Estate. Uh, t- TikTok. I don't know how he got that name. Mm. Oh, my God. He does... Uh, he uses um, uh, AI for the uh, script. So, it's a voice. like It's a robot's voice, but it sounds really good. Mm. And so, they'll say, this is um, this is the city of, uh, I don't know, Malibu. Malibu is a wonderful town where the richest people in the world live and blah, blah, blah. So, it's a, a robot showing... like a drone showing photos of Malibu. Mm. Okay. So he's not in the photo, but in the end, the lead generation rules still work because you could take that video that is engaging, entertaining, getting views, and then putting your call to action and USP in the caption. And you still get leads guys. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be you. You might not be crazy me on camera. There's so many other ways to sell your shtick that doesn't involve you as the celebrity realtor. You could use unbranded instead of branded.
2: I love that. Let's assume and just imagine for a minute that you were on your deathbed, God forbid.
0: God forbid. God forbid. I <laughs> <hamsa.
2: laughs> did all of it. Um, you are on your deathbed, God forbid, again. And Joshi comes up to you and your daughter come up to you and they say, Mom, give me one piece of advice. What would that piece of advice be for their success?
0: Guys, spend your money. <laughs> <laughs> spend all of it. <laughs> Let them worry later. (laughs) (laughs) Spend all of it. Yeah. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. I've heard so many stories of people who do very well and they save up all their money. Their kids are living okay. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly you hear they got the cancer. Yep. Or even worse, they got dementia. So they're just going to be sitting there till they're dead and they don't even remember where they're sitting. They're shitting their pants for what? For the money to be sitting in a property somewhere? Fuck that. Take your money. Travel the world. Do what you love to do. Start spending some of it. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people are afraid that, they, oh, reinvest it. I'm going to reinvest it. I'm going to make it grow. I'm going to see it grow. But they're not enjoying they're not the fruits living. of their labor. They're not living. What's the po- Now. To each his own? But honey, I live. (laughs) I'm living in the present, man. I'm living here. The money's here. Who cares? What's the worst that could happen? You want to hear my worst case scenario?
2: What is that? Start over.
0: I always use this example because it's still relevant today. If I were to lose everything, everything I've worked for, there's no husband, there's nothing. I don't know. COVID killed everybody and then we start rebuilding. I would become... A cleaning lady and I would clean single yeah, men, divorcees' houses. That's what mm-hmm. I would do. They're condos. And I would clean two a day. All right, so let's just say I'm charging about 200 bucks per apartment. That's $400. Four times five is 2,000 bucks a week, cash probably, right? Mm-hmm. That's $8,000 a month. Could I count? Right? Two, four, six, mm-hmm. eight. It's 8,000 bucks. Weekends off. That's my worst case scenario. My point is this. <laughs> Because it's impossible to find cleaning ladies nowadays. (laughs) So my worst case scenario is I do that and I'm making over 100K a year cash, which is really equal to about 200K a year. My point is this. I've never had an issue making money ever. It is so easy to make money in this day and age, especially that the world is at our fingertips. Yes technology like this. Look, I'm talking to you. You're in New Jersey and I'm trying to touch you. Look at those gorgeous teeth and look at this beautiful beard. Okay, (laughs) So you're right in front of me. It is so easy to make money, guys. Mm -hmm. Just get on TikTok and actually do. Don't just like the video. Actually do what they're telling you to do. And it's insane. But I do believe in the Hormozzi theory of whatever you're going to focus on, you better focus 100% on or else it's not going to work. true. Okay, so do it, focus consistently, leverage, and so on and so on, and make it work. So, my point is this money will always be there if that's what you're focused on and that's what you want to do and you have that hustle going. It's so easy to make money in America, and that's why we are so blessed to be here. All these people complaining about how this is a shitty country, bullshit. We really do live, you guys live, I'm there part time, you guys live in the best country. In the whole wide world. And when you're living in countries like ours, what's the worst that could happen? Exactly. So live your life, spend some money, make some more, and let's party.
1: (laughs) I love that. All right. Your energy is contagious. It It really is. When we have guests like you, it makes our job that much easier. So thank you so much. For, Thank uh, you for spending some time with us today. I think people Please, will...
0: thanks for having me. And yeah. I, I saw all I was listening to your podcast. I really cuz I get a lot of people inviting me on podcasts. I do yeah. my research. I say yes to everybody and then I do my research and I'm like, "Oh shit, no. I'm not going <laughs> to do this one." Yeah. You guys, I saw your your guests. I heard your interviews fantastic. Thanks for having me. Keep doing great work. There's not a lot of people like you out there. Thank you. You talk about everything. Talk about systems, you talk about mindset, you talk about everything. I love that. Yeah. So keep up the good work.
2: We really appreciate you for saying but that. And now guys. we're
0: talking
1: about the Leslie. Fuck Leslie. Uh, <laughs> uh, breast Bad milk. <laughs> milk the, the, the Piper. The Piper. I learned so much. The Piper
2: no,
0: it's, of Hamlin.
2: I'm yeah. gonna actually go and watch the rats. or figure that the out. That, watch the
0: Piper that. of Hamlin. Look it up and read that story. It's it's creepy. I
2: love it. <laughs> If someone wants to connect, collaborate, send referrals your way, whatever it may be, what's the best way to do so?
0: So you just contact me at tat at londonogroup.com. And if you want to sign up for my coaching program, just DM me on Instagram, send me a private message. I'm the one who, a direct message, sorry. I'm the one who answers all those messages about the coaching. It's actually me, not an assistant. And uh, yeah, it's my latest baby, my pride and joy is my uh, live coaching. I don't just do a awesome. bunch of videos and then show up once a month for live q and I'm actually there showing you how it's done, showing you my blueprint, and it's my, my latest baby. Awesome. And I'm very proud of it because people are making more money selling real estate. Thanks to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you, you so much. much.